Welcome to the Limitless Entrepreneur Podcast, your weekly dose of strategies and mindset tools to build a business in alignment with your purpose and get you playing a bigger game. I'm your host, Nicole Leno. Hello, and welcome to the Limitless Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Leno, and I am here with a very exciting guest. I am really excited to welcome her to the podcast because this is going to be just a very interesting conversation. We talk about being limitless on the show all the time. We talk about exploring and experiencing your full potential. And I believe this guest is really going to shed some light on that, on, on that whole process and what it means to be limitless in a way that we haven't explored on the show before. So I am incredibly excited to introduce Dr. Charan Sirdar um, to the show. Charan, um, I am going to just kind of just read through a quick version of your bio so everybody gets to know who you are. And then I'm going to turn it over to you because no one can tell your story like you do. So, uh, but just to give everybody a little bit of background, uh, Charan is a geneticist turned epigeneticist with a PhD in integrative medicine. Her passion is to combine science and spirituality and ancient wisdom, making it simple, easy, and transformative for the body, mind, and spirit. She has a BSc degree in microbiology and an MSc in human genetics, after which she worked in, in the field of genetics for 13 years, identifying genetic mutations for a whole host of genetic diseases and contributed to many scientific papers as well as textbooks. So she's actually going to talk so much about the scientific side of what it means to be limitless. And I think that that is just something that we're just going to kick into your story because I think it fills out the rest of your bio and who you are and what you have to offer. So Charon, welcome to the show. Tell the listeners something about you. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm really excited to share all I have to share because I know the potential of that. And really the work that I do is to help people dismantle their inner bullies from the DNA out and to then help them be their true power and true potential, which is really, in your words, limitless. My story actually is important to mention here because it's the journey of how I got to know and do what I do because combining science and spirituality is not you'd see something very often. I was a 10-year-old girl and at 10 years old, I remember I'm right underneath a staircase and I'm scared. I'm scared that the children are going to bully me again. And this happened day in, day out without, without fail for two years, every day of school life. And it all started uh, in, a, in a Malaysian school, actually, international school, where my dad was an expatriate. And so I was the only Indian Asian face amongst white faces. And I was in, and here I am in this French classroom where it all started. And my French teacher, Madame Daly, walks past me and waves her hand across her face to signify that I smelt. And as she did that, all I remember right there in that moment, all the children looked at me and started to snigger. And that's where it all started for two years. When in the evenings, my mom came to pick me up, I sat in the car and I cried. And she turned to me and she said, you know, there's people out there that are in the same way bullied have had injustice, have had, indis have had discrimination against them, but they've turned things around and they've turned it around where they become limitless, where they become miraculous. And that really hit home for me because in that moment, I realized 
that although I'm experiencing injustice and discrimination every day for those two years, at the same time, there's this huge potential, this huge knowing that was out there that I could access. And the next thing that happened, I'm, I'm sitting in front of the TV, 11 years old, and I see this lady on the TV, on the news, talking about how she's afraid of sitting on a toilet seat. And I was wondering, like, why is she even thinking that? It was the AIDS epidemic. And at that moment, it occurred to me that there's so many people out there that are experiencing injustice, feeling hopeless, feeling doubtful and scared. And here in that moment, I thought to myself, I, I, I need to write this down because I know what I want to be when I grow up. And I took a piece of paper, I ran upstairs, I took a piece of paper and put, who do I want to be when I grow up? And I put number one, work for the World Health Organization and eradicate disease. And number two, I said, I want to be an astronaut. And that was to explore that thing that I felt was out there. When, when I wrote all that, the journey then unfolded where as I turned 18, I living in Malaysia at that time, I decided I wanted to go to Canada to go and pursue a degree. And it meant that as an Indian Asian, leaving my family, which all I knew was my family at that time. And in, in my culture, it was difficult for us to leave as a, as a girl even. And so my, I remember my mom saying to me in that moment, she said, can't you just be a secretary? And I was like, no. I said, I have to go. I have to go. And I had traveled all the way around the world to go just because I knew there was something I had to go get, something I had to go and reach and do. And so that's where I went and studied cell biology because cell biology and microbiology would allow me to get to that nitty gritty of exploring the nitty gritty of why it was. But even that wasn't enough because then I ended up going to London to do my master's in human genetics. And that was to go and explore the DNA. Because again, I had this knowing, deep knowing, that knowing just propelled me forward continuously. So after my master's, I was working in the laboratory, as you just said, for 13 years. And my job was literally to just take the DNA, find out what was wrong with the DNA for those individuals that had the particular genetic disorders and give that information to the doctors. And they would then prescribe a medication. But here's what happened. I had the realization in that moment that what I was doing was not helping. It was still not doing what I was doing, wanted to do, because here's all these people that are feeling hopeless, feeling doubtful whether they're going to be helped because it's like, you know, a hit and miss kind of thing with medication, feeling lost, feeling like you know, injustice towards their own, the body feeling like the body was being unjust and they're not feeling healthy and, and all of these things. And, and they're relying on something outside of them to actually help them. And then I realized that it's actually not just the science. It's the science and spirituality that come together that create the, the catalyst for miraculous change that's the tangible and the intangible that come together and create that, that magic. And then I had another big aha moment. I realized that note that I wrote when I was 11 years old was my contract with the universe. Hmm. 
And it was what I had said was, number one, I wanted to work for the World Health Organization and eradicate disease. And here I am with this realization that it's not science by itself. It's science and spirituality that come together to create that. And number two, to be an astronaut. And for me, that wasn't actually, in, as a little girl, I thought it was something out there. But really, it was an exploration inside into the internal space where our limitless ex limitlessness exists. And that's where miracles happen. And things open up in such a way, and I've seen it countless times with clients, how things can open up in such a miraculous and limitless way for them. And that's how everything just came together, that knowing as a little child to now bringing it all together. It's amazing because most people don't have like the deep knowing from the time they're a child or you have something, you know, it's pretty amazing that you, it, it does lead to, I, I really believe that every obstacle, every challenge that's put in our path is there for a reason. And it's there to kind of open us up and give us a little peek that if you, if you see what I'm giving you here for real, then you will those are the keys to the kingdom. You will understand what your next step is and the next step after that. And for you to have heard that call from such a young age and, and tuned into that, I, you know, I, I think that's an amazing thing. And it's why you've been able to do the work that you've done. And you've been so dedicated to your work for your entire life. Um, what, what a beautiful gift. And what a special person you are to, to have been able to see that as a little girl, to see past that, that difficult time you were in and say, no, and your mother gave you that gift of, of opening your eyes to that possibility to say, no, there's something bigger in this experience for me than just what's happening right now. What can I learn from this moment? Which I think is something that, you know, we, we say on the show all the time. And I say to my clients all the time, you know, look at the moment, look at the moment as your teacher. And if you're, exactly. if you're doing that, that's where I, you know, and there was so much in your story that, that resonates with me. And, you know, I, I kept coming back to like this idea you were saying, you know, the, the science and the spiritual, it's like the science meets the soul. And then mm -hmm. that's where the physical manifestations happen. Mm -hmm. Right. It's when we take the, like you said, the, the tangible and the intangible. And when that comes together, that's what we see, what we hear is physical manifestation. So you want to manifest health, you want to manifest money, you want to manifest love in your life, whatever it is. It is this blend of these two things that they are working together all the time and conspiring to help you create whatever it is that you want to create. Mm -hmm. um, one thing I would like to dive into, because I don't think that everybody understands what an epigeneticist is. What is, I think we understand DNA <laughs> and and we to the to the idea that, you know, that we have a family DNA, that we have certain code within us. But if you could explain a little bit from your perspective, how you see genes and versus epigenetics and what that is in the study of that. So I want to bring it to answer the question. I really want to bring it so that your listeners can really feel into it rather than going into, you know, a scientific explanation. Mm -hmm. So the story that they just heard me speak about Everyone's got a story. Everyone's got those things that have happened to them that have triggered them. And as you said, you know, we've all had that. Well, all of those get imprinted 
in our makeup, if you like. And it's not only that that gets imprinted, it's also the stuff that our ancestors went through. So there's things our grandparents went through. The Holocaust, the, you know, you just have to look back in the history books uh, as to what's happened. All of that is information, your own life and that of your lineage. And that is what gets passed down from one generation to another. So if in this moment someone's feeling hopeless, someone's feeling like they can't move forward and they feel like, you know, they're trying to move forward in their business and they just keep hitting a roadblock. And the tendency is to blame themselves. I like to say, take the blame out because the blame is only adding to that field of information that's contributing to you to be stuck. And so once we take the blame out, what happens is it opens things up to allow for all that information to move through so that you open up into your limitlessness. The minute all that, so just going back to your question, all that information is actually impacting how the DNA is showing up, how the expression is. But the thing about bringing science and the soul, as you said, together, is that beneath all of that, so if you imagine the DNA is is in front of you as as a line, And above the DNA is all those beliefs and all those traumas and all of those things. All that information is having an impact on the DNA because the DNA is like it's got antenna that are receiving all this information. And so then resulting in inflammation in the body because you're stressed about something, you're worrying about something. So continuing to feel that roadblock and adding to it with your own thoughts is actually contributing even more to your roadblock. So there's a way to actually bypass that. And that's epigenetics, that all this information impacts the DNA. But we can change the epigenetics to suit ourselves. And that the way that we do that is rather than the information above the DNA that's influencing it, we want to go beneath to the soul, to the, to the divine part of our, of our existence. And once we get there, it's, it's what quantum physics would call the quantum field or the unified field. And it's where everything is connected to everything. We're entangled with everything. You know, you've probably heard the saying that a butterfly Uh, flaps its wing on one side and then there's something else that happens on the other side of the world it's because we're all entangled so one atom vibrates on another and another will vibrate on another so the whole point of this is that when we enter this field of below the dna I, i like to say it's like a sun that's inside of us that total place of beingness limitlessness once we enter that the expression of the DNA changes on its own. We don't have to do anything. So we spend so much of our time trying to do, 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 and do, and do. But if we take a moment to be, it changes all that information and allows for that potential within us to just come through. And so bringing it around to what you just said about epigenetics, we can take all that we can we can either be victim to our 
our existence, or we can take charge of that and become the empowered being that we're here to be. It's a matter of a choice in every moment that changes our, our whole life. So epigenetics really is, it's great news for, <laughs> for everybody, because I think that there was this feeling that, you know, I came from this background. I, I, you know, we hear the rags to riches story and you look at it normally, if you were rags at one point and you think that can't happen for me, that person had some, something outlying that influenced it and got them to where they're going to go. And that's just not me. And and the truth is like, so that's the good news about epigenetics is that you can change your stars is basically the message there, right? Is that yes. we yes. are not victims. We are not, we are in control of every moment, moment to moment, we are choosing our future. I, I like to say you can either have life act against you or you can allow it to come through you. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like you said, choice moment to moment. So let's talk just a little bit about that, like from a practical aspect, from what people can, I know we're talking about being and not doing necessarily, but I do think that it starts with part of the being starts with doing some things differently, thinking differently and, and approaching things differently. Where does somebody start with that as far as your work is concerned and, and your perspective? So the first thing I'd always say to everyone, and I think this is the most important, and that is wherever you are, don't judge yourself. Mm. That is where, when you continue, I describe it like being on a hamster hamster wheel. And, you know, if you imagine the hamster running around, it just continues running. It just doesn't realize it can get off. Well, our thoughts do the same where we're continuously thinking and thinking and overthinking things. And that can result in it just propelling the situation more and more and more. Like I said, that information above the DNA, we're just adding to that information. We're not helping any of it. So the first thing is awareness and just stepping, recognizing that you're doing that and stepping into awareness that you're doing it. Once you're there to not judge yourself and to just become aware of the fact that you are experiencing something rather than being the experiencer. So you're, you're observing yourself now from, from another point of view. And that begins to start unraveling things and taking you towards freedom. Yeah, I... I completely agree. And, and so much of that is I, I teach this as well. And I'm saying to my people all the time, don't, don't judge the emotion because then you compound the emotion, you compound your, whatever it is that you're feeling, excuse me, <clears throat> you compound whatever it is that you're feeling by judging it, by blaming, by feeling like, cause I think the, we're told, and I think this is the problem with the positive thinking, love, attraction sort of um, side of things that we weren't supposed to have negative thoughts, but what I love about kind of the evolution of all of this work and, and the work that you do and, and the work that's, I think, coming to the forefront now, we're hearing more about this now more and more every day, is that you are human first and every emotion is welcome and necessary in the human experience. 
So I, I love bringing that up because I, I think that our, our, we were trained for a while to halt a negative thought and say, I'm not supposed to feel this. And then what are you doing? You're like chastising yourself. You're, you're punishing yourself for having a thought that's completely and totally human and normal and natural rather than just letting that happen and getting it out of you. Yeah. I, I want to add to that because I, I think it's always interesting for me to bring the science into why it's so important to be that way. If, we, if, we, if we're talking about having a positive thought, say, for instance, a positive thought, think of it like a positive plus sign. And then you've got a negative sign for the negative thoughts. Well, that's a magnet that is has got a plus, plus and a minus. And so it's always going to be attracting wherever you are. But if you try to be one and ignore the other, it just isn't possible because it, there's a polarity that, that needs to be there. But what, what I invite people to always do is that to go beyond the positive and negative into the state of neutrality. Because when you feel something and you're trying to push something away, it's like, for instance, you look in the mirror and you say, I, you know, you're trying to be positive and you say, well, I'm, I'm beautiful. And you keep saying that, but there's an inner voice saying, no, that's not true. I don't believe that. But you're trying to say, no, but I shouldn't think that. But that negative or so-called negative voice because there is really no bad nor good, is actually information. It's information connected to the quantum field that's connected to, for instance, information that maybe one of your ancestors even experienced something. They were, they were experiencing famine or drought or uh, genocide or, or who knows what. And that in that moment, they experienced this anxiety and that got passed down to you, the energy of that information. And so you're looking in the mirror thinking that you don't like yourself, but actually it's connected to something else beyond your even mind can, can think about. So when we understand that positive and negative can coexist, that we can just be witness. And when I say come to awareness, the first step, like you said, you asked me about that. When we come to awareness, the positive and negative are something that we can just witness. And when we witness, we, we've gone beyond all of that drama, if you like, to the place of our soul connected to that. And that's where neutrality then can come. And that's where the miracles and magic can happen. I, I, I couldn't agree more. I, I, one of the things that helped me and it's funny, it was, you know, I guess technically kind of a woo way of thinking about it. And I, I think the, the woo is becoming way more mainstream because it's, it's truth. It's based in science. It is not, it is not fantasy land. This is, and I, I, that's why I love having you on the show where you can speak to the science side of it and, and that proof positive of, of, of this outside of just like what people think of when they think of people who are in the law of attraction world or the manifestation world, there's that's based in science. But something that helped me was recognizing that when I, when I remind myself that I'm a soul having a human experience. And if I can think about it that way, that's how I hit that neutrality because 
I'm here to experience. I am here to experience. If I'm experiencing pain, then I'm here to experience this pain right now. And what can I learn from it? Because my job here is to evolve into my fully expressed being and to fulfill my purpose. So it just, it helps to take me out of like, it helps me become the observer. It helps me. And then if I can exchange critique for curiosity (laughs) and I say, I wonder what this is like when something happens good or bad, I wonder what the lesson is in this for me. And just getting in that habit of asking that has changed so much. And it's, and I've seen it happen with my clients and with friends. And that is a huge, huge deal. The fact that you were talking about that, just observing yourself, which can be difficult to do. I found that, that, being curious, the more curious I became, the easier it became to be the observer. Mm-hmm. That's a good one because curiosity is actually the doorway to to the the quantum where you have access to infinite possibilities. So, you know, it really does take you to that place where you can then access. Because what happens is once you get neutral, you in in the quantum field if we think about it, our attention has always been on like one thing. Oh, I want to get this thing over here. And then you feel all the roadblocks that are kind of getting to you, getting to get to that. But when you come to neutrality, you come back to yourself. And then the whole field of possibilities opens up for you. I was remember I was watching uh, What the Bleep Do You Know? And there is a scene in there, which I really love. And it's that boy that's playing with a basketball on the court and he's and he, the lady's walking past and he says to her he says look at my ball he said and it can go it's got like a million places it can land on this basketball court and it can be anywhere I want it to be and it's that analogy I love because literally we have all of that available to us but when we're stuck in in the way that we if say on the hamster wheel then we're stopping ourselves from accessing all of that or any of it. And the minute we step back, we actually have access to any of it. And the best thing is that when we're connected to our own inner being and our inner calling in that moment, and notice I say moment because it's not about in, in say, tomorrow or in, in like in the next hour or the next 10 minutes, it's in the moment because the quantum only exists in this moment. And that's where, when we just do it for just that moment, just that moment again and again, again, and choose in every moment, we open up those possibilities. And that's where things begin to unravel. Like, uh, you know, something will show up that you never even imagined could ever show up. And and that becomes all available to the person. So just in the, because I'm I'm thinking about this from, you know, infinite possibilities, opening ourselves up, becoming the observer, we've covered so much, but I'm curious when we, you know, this is a business podcast. This is people who are looking to achieve. And I, I know that a question that comes up for a lot of people is I'm told to have goals. I'm told to have Like I'm told to have targets to be focused on something. And so we think that we need to kind of death grip that vision. 
And I'm curious what your perspective is on that, on having goals, on having a vision for yourself, but also being able to step back, remaining neutral, and how do we create what we want? Because I think that that's the delicate dance, right? That everybody's trying to figure out how to how to how to do. Can you yeah. can you shed some light on that? What your perspective? Absolutely. Is? So I just wanted to take you back to take you back to my story as a little girl. That knowing that I had is what propelled me forward. I didn't know I was going to end up doing what I'm doing right now. I didn't know that I was going to have to travel across the world and go and do that and then go and travel to London and then be away from my parents. And it was just, you know, all of that stuff. I didn't know that was going to happen. But when I look back, the thread that held it all together was actually just trust in that deep knowing inside of myself. That doesn't mean you don't have goals. I, 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 I wouldn't say I specifically had a goal, but I had an intention and the intention was to help people out of their suffering, out of their feeling like they had all these roadblocks out of whatever it is, feeling doubt, whatever it is. And that is where my journey led me. You see, because the thing is we have a, a want to get somewhere, but we also think that there's going to be the way that we think we, we, we need to get there. When we open up the field to infinite possibilities, what happens is that we're not so set in the way that we think that A, B, and C, and D should happen. We actually let go of the A, B, C, D, and we just connect with our intention and then be ourselves in every moment and do everything that's in alignment with that in every moment. What brings us joy in every moment? What, make, what is my intention with anything is always, am I doing this because it's easy and it feels fun? Because if it's not, I'll stop doing it. Because that's what helps me align with that. And then I know that my intention of where I want to be is going to show up one step at a time. And it shows up in a way that I couldn't have even imagined. And so that's the difference between a goal where we're actually gripping, like you said, mm -hmm. and letting go of that grip, having a knowing and a trust, having an intention that that's where you'd like to be, but not gripping it. See, the quantum field doesn't work with gripping. The minute we grip, it's like taking water and holding it, you know, with a really tight fist. It, it'll come out your hand. But when you open your hand, you cup it, you cup the water, it'll stay in your hand for a bit and you can savor it and drink it. And it's the same way. So when we are looking to achieve something, have an intention, let go and become that potential in every moment by knowing whether you're in ease or joy or fun and then you're getting there. Because actually you're not even looking to get there then. It's not even looking to get there because it's in that moment you're actually just enjoying being and then it unfolds naturally. Yeah, and I, I mean, I've had that in my own life where I, and I talked about this in the podcast last week, which was, you know, that my story, my 
I, I didn't know where it was taking. I thought I, I thought I was meant to be an actor. Like I was like, this is what I'm going to do. This is, I was so connected to it. I loved it. I loved the work. I also recognized later on that some of what I wanted was out of wounding and out of the fact that I felt small. But when I, when I really look at it from the time I was a little girl, what I wanted to do was to help people stop feeling small to help people see their full potential. And I could like cry right now when I think about it, that I was led right here. And I think about it too, because my father, we, he and I did not have a great relationship. And that was the, it's been the toughest thing for me my entire life, just grappling with this, this difficult relationship, this difficult person who put me through a lot. But I remember um, he passed away in August and just having this deep sense of gratitude where I said, you know, I don't think I, I, I love what I do right now. I know I'm where I'm supposed to be. I know I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. And I don't think I would be here if it weren't for everything he put me through. So I'm choosing right now to be really, really grateful. And that goes back to, do we choose our parents? We choose this life. We choose this expression that we have because it's our soul's purpose. It's not always revealed to us in the beginning and we don't always know, but I love what you're saying. It's that inner compass. It's that feeling in your guts where you're just like, I just know that this is right for me. I, and trust that the path will reveal itself as I keep walking. Exactly. And yeah, your, your, your journey is just powerful and in, in showing that as well. Exactly. It just, I, when, and whenever I think about that, or I hear somebody else's story, I hear your story or, or someone else who, who, and, and I, you hear it all, all the time now. And sometimes it takes a long time to be able to look back and go, wow, it was that all along. And I didn't know it, it's hard to not get emotional about it and to not feel like how held we are. Mm-hmm. Like, isn't it just a beautiful, beautiful thing that we really are guided and our journey is really about removing all of the interference that there is around us that's keeping us from hearing those messages, from trusting ourselves. Like, that was actually my, my word of the year was trust because I, I really believe that that's in order for me to continue on my path the way that I'm supposed to. It is reliant on me trusting myself and my intuition. The more I trust, the further I go mm-hmm. and the more fun it is. Yeah, that's beautiful. It's just, it's, it's, it, may, it gives me such hope for everything. Mm-hmm. It does. And everyone's got that in them. There's this, there's this aspect of themselves and I can almost hear one question from the listeners uh-huh. <laughs> and that is okay. But then how do we, how do we deal with our business? How do we like from that moment, right? How do we, but when we're living in that decision of each moment to have and be in fun and joy, those decisions are easy because then you know what to do in the moment. It's when you're struggling that you're actually closing yourself off and when you're not struggling, you're actually opening yourself up. Yes, it's it, it's the when you're pushing against the resistance, you mm-hmm. get more resistance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when you're open and that's what the flow is. 
Right. And that's what we're all trying to reach that flow state. And that comes from letting go and trusting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always hear, I, I remember um, Wayne Dyer talking about this in his, you know, in his talks. And uh, uh, if anybody hasn't heard about him, he's the big motivational speaker that was, he passed away a couple of years ago. But he, he was, he, I heard him say, you know, when we're in the womb, we never said to go to the divine or the God or whatever you like to call it to the field, grow one toe here or grow five fingers here or, yeah. or my liver needs to grow here. And, you know, how's that going? Is that okay? Is the process okay? I mean, that's a complicated thing. And my brain and you've got to connect all of it and you get all of this. You just trust that it's happening and it's perfect. And that's the way our life is. If we can step into that same flow that you just talked about, that is where everything unfolds perfectly. And it is funny because we really are like the older we get, we're just trying to get closer and closer to that level of trust that we had in the womb as a tiny baby, as a, as just a being that that's at our core, what we're trying to remove all that interference to experience that again. Mm-hmm. It's exactly. ironic. There's all this growth that we talk about, but we're really just trying to get back to what we've always, what we were from the start. And absolutely, we've gotten in the way of ever yeah. since. But nothing's wrong, is it? Never ever is wrong. It's part of the journey. It's part of the lessons that you have to learn in order for you to fulfill your purpose. Mm-hmm. And and recognizing, I think just one other thing that I, I want to make sure that everybody listening to this hears is that, that we are not unique. Um, we are unique, but every single one of us has a purpose. If you, if you're starting, I think more people are hearing the call right now. Cause I think the collective consciousness is opening up where people are seeing possibilities where it's just, it's opening people up to the fact that they might have a purpose too. And they absolutely do. If you're listening to this, if you're listening to the show and you're thinking you might have a purpose, I'm telling you right now, you do. Only you know what it is. You have to tune into your deep knowing. But nobody is exempt from it. Everybody has something they're here to fulfill. Absolutely. I agree with that. And I like to add it as well, that it's in the moment that we can experience we can have that bigger purpose, but our purpose is also in the moment and to constantly just connect with that awareness and beingness because having the bigger purpose, you'll get there. If in this moment, your purpose is always to be focused on just bringing in the ease and the fun and just awareness of whatever you're feeling, whatever you're feeling and not judging it. And that's what takes you to that bigger purpose. Be a student of yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> and your emotions in it. In, and, and that's the tough thing is, is doing it in a non-judgmental way. Yeah. You can just pay really close attention. Be mindful of yeah. what's happening in me and around me and using those triggers to just clue me into what it is that I have to work through. Mm-hmm. But I quite literally could talk to you forever. Like we could just continue this conversation forever because I, 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 you know, the, 
talking about infinite possibilities and limitlessness is definitely something that I love to do. But um, but we've we're, we're coming to the end of our time. I know that everybody is going to want to know how they can keep in touch with you, how they can continue to learn from you because you have such you are such a wealth of knowledge. Um, how can the listeners stay in touch with you? They can go to uh, get a free gift, which I uh, given you the website, which is yourdnagift.com. What they'll get is um, a two minutes, uh, or well, it's 10 minutes where I explain it, but there's two minutes where they actually led to this place of awareness and learn to get to that place. And it's actually infused with a frequency that allows them to actually come to their divine, um, to the divine gift to vine essence if you like which is below the dna so that they can start to access that part of them because the more we can access that the more it becomes available in our day-to-day being so um that's that and i do one-to-one sessions as well and i have a membership program where i actually teach um all of this so um, i'm on youtube instagram dr charon sodar and they can get and look at my stuff there. Well, thank you so much. Definitely, we will link all of that up in the show notes so you will be able to stay in touch with Dr. Charan Sardar. This was such a pleasure and so much fun for me. And just to kind of recap so that everybody everybody knows, just just curiosity is the doorway to infinite possibilities. That was something that you said earlier. And I just wanted to kind of close with that because, and and just reminding everybody that it's your awareness, your ability to not judge yourself, to observe yourself and be curious, and you will start to open yourself up and realize that the keys to all the locked doors lie inside of you. And when you start opening yourself up to that, that is how you become limitless. So is there anything that you'd like to say to the listeners before we wrap up? That's it. I think you said it really well. Yeah, perfect. Thank you. Terrific. Well, thank you everyone for being here. Thank you for listening to this very special episode. Um, Remember that we are only limited by the limitations that we accept. And when you stop accepting those limitations, that is when you become limitless, a limitless entrepreneur. Everyone have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. I will see you on the next episode. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode and you want more of this type of content and conversation in your life, please come check out our free Facebook community, Unlock Your Inner CEO, where you'll find next level entrepreneurs just like you. Go to innerceogroup.com to join. I'll see you there.